1: Tom Bernard show with Dave Schrader, Tevin Pippitt,
3: Catherine Brandt, Andy Brown Bernard, Cassie Schrader,
1: Bill Duke. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 we'll be right back. Tom Bernard show. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you know, you know, you
4: understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email Somebody emailed me at, Doug at Walzer.com and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well. It is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car.
1: And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, because of warranty for
4: life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> Tom? <laughs> I, I don't think he's there. That's really nice.
1: Very professionally <laughs> delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. I heard this guy's a pretty good singer Nat I love King Cole, If he keeps up at it,
7: I think he'll make a career out of it
1: My mother adored Nat King Cole She thought he was the greatest
3: He had a beautiful voice
1: He did, no doubt about a sad life though mm-hmm. Unfortunately Ladies and gentlemen, David McLean How are you doing, David?
6: Tom, how are you, sir?
1: I just want to do
6: the.
1: We are warm, David, but I want to do the entire interview with Jesse Ventura. Can I do that?
6: I love it. Yes, sir. And if I had a better voice and wasn't suffering from a cold, I could do the Dick the Bruiser or the Crusher for
1: you. I love it. I loved the Crusher when I was a kid. (laughs) I got a thousand stitches in my head. I lost a gallon of blood. I'm pretty sure you didn't lose a gallon of blood there, Crusher. You'd be dead. (laughs) David, this is is phenomenal. (laughs) WOW, Women of Wrestling, Scheduled to wear ladies and gentlemen on Access TV. Now that's Mark Cuban's channel, isn't it?
6: Yes, it is. Mark Cuban. He's got Access TV and he's putting on the first and only all women's wrestling show in the entire country. Heck the world on Friday night, January eighteenth at nine o'clock Eastern. And that's uh what time there? Eight o'clock your time, is that right? In yeah, Minnesota? that is
1: correct, sir. It's eight you o'clock central central. We're on Central Times, 8 o'clock Central Time. Now, David, I have to tell you, I grew up lifting weights with professional wrestlers, and I'm lucky to still be alive. I will just point that out to you. Although I would say this. I
6: love that.
1: As a young man, David, we used to go to bars together, the Road Warriors, and once in a while Jesse Ventura would show up and, and Nord and all these people. I mean, everybody, Nord the Barbarian, we'd go, and I didn't have to worry. If a fight broke out, I could just sit and watch. It was phenomenal. <laughs> it was amazing.
6: It was, I, just saw, I just saw Hawk of the Road Warriors this last weekend. He was in Long Beach, California. You mean animal. Yeah, hawks.
1: You an animal. yeah, Hawk. You saw animal. Yeah, Hawk is dead, unfortunately. Yes. Hawk yes. was yes. The reason my wife knew that Hawk was dead is because she used to argue with him about uh, things and he'd hit himself over the head with a sock full of pennies. It was unbelievable. <laughs> now, Hawk and my wife got had along. had fun arguments. You did have fun <laughs> arguments. There's no doubt about that she was she took <laughs> off her panty liner. I'm like, "What the hell is wrong with yeah, you? that's what i said what David, <laughs> what do you think it is about professional wrestling? I mean, since I was a little little boy going to my grandparents' house and watching uh wrestling on Saturday night six o'clock i I just loved it, and people do love it. What is it about wrestling is it just that is so far over the top yeah. that it's just extremely entertaining. Is that what it is?
6: I think that is it when you sum it up. But if you look way back, I used to hear people, why does anyone like wrestling? Why are you in wrestling? And uh, how about the Greek theater from way back when? Yeah. The ancient Romans and the good versus the evil. I mean, it's been going on since the beginning of time, and professional wrestling just elevates that. It and, does. And um, it's colorful, it's bigger, it's grander. And I think vis-a-vis, you know, all the personalities that you just mentioned are bigger than life, and people gravitate toward them. And whether it's to boo them or cheer them or even love the bad guys... so maybe it suspends a bit of our our gloomy lives and uh, you can get lost in the world of professional wrestling.
1: I think that is true. That's exactly what it is because you would one thing that I used to absolutely love, because, again, I, I knew a lot of these guys later on in life, and, you know, you mentioned the Crusher and the Bruiser and Nick Bockwinkle and all these people like that. But what I loved is every one of them, if there was a dispute, Something that happened in the ring every time they talked to the announcer at that time was Marty O'Neill here, and then later on it was Mean Gene Okerlund. But Mean Gene would go, "Yeah." So, what did you think about? Did you think that was legal what he did to you in the ring? Well, let me just tell you, I'm on the phone with my lawyer, F. Lee Bailey. It was always F. Lee Bailey was their <laughs> attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Absolutely loved that stuff. Way over the top. Now, Catherine, you have to tell Mr. McLean about your one experience as a journalist covering professional wrestling and what the woman in the stand said to you. Or said to her husband.
3: Oh yeah. Oh, that reminds me of the first time you hit me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you
8: said to her husband.
3: Oh, <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, oh
6: that's a terrible, <laughs>
3: terrible." I don't know. That's a head turner. Yeah. What? <laughs> and she was all happy. She was all happy. So she nice was like,
6: <laughs> "The first
1: time you hit me, I yeah. duped it out at home." Yeah. David, also, I will tell you this, coming from North Minneapolis, where I lived, going on, took the Fremont Emerson bus. Down to Lake Street and then hop the uh, the uh, Selby Dale or Selby uh, Lake bus and go over to the Saint Paul Auditorium, which is all the wrestling uh, shows were at the Saint Paul Auditorium yeah. back in those days. I would get on that bus because I was going to Brown Institute and that would be one of the stops. You know, my my broadcasting school every Saturday when mm-hmm. I'd go down there, like because I was dating a, a young woman at that time by the school. Fight, not fights. They were not fights but wrestling matches would break out on the city bus. It was unbelievable. It wasn't like there were no, there's no anger. It was just they were showing each other the moves um, that they could put on somebody. They'd be wrestling on
6: the bus the whole way over there.
1: It was unbelievable.
6: Well, you know, New York gets the credit for the big, big you know, explosion of wrestling sure. and the popularity of wrestling in the Madison Square Garden. But if you look back at professional wrestling, I'd say there are four primary cities for professional wrestling history. And of course, New York with Madison Square Garden. Sure. But I would say the second is Minneapolis, St. Paul. Oh, yeah. You know, with Vern Gagne's home. Where are yep. numbers? And two. then I would move to St. <laughs> Louis. Saint, yeah, Saint, yeah. Number two in St. Louis, and then Chicago.
1: Yep, and there's and so no doubt. You,
6: you you got the advantage of growing up in one of the hottest beds of professional wrestling.
1: And we just, and
6: I think it still is today.
1: It is. You're absolutely right. It still is today. I I can remember being a little boy, all the way until you know this year watching these. We were just talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> Which I thought was a great <laughs> yeah. slogan. But now, W.O.W., Women of Wrestling, scheduled to air exclusively on Access TV starting January 18th, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. So tell me about this. I I always thought it was a great idea uh, to get women in the ring. And, you know, a couple of them, it didn't work out too well. I was very, very sad, unfortunately, because it kind of, I don't know, maybe it was too early for them or something, but. So tell me about W O W. You put this together now. Oh, I, I got to read a line to you. What? I'm assuming you didn't write your own bio, David,
6: right? <laughs> I did not. Buy, I did not write it. I know I must have reviewed it. I don't know. If I wrote it. No. Okay, you
1: ready? This is what it says <laughs> in your bio. Wrestling icon David McLean is the beloved producer. Okay, big shot. I oh, no. love
6: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. I love that. Well,
6: it. if they're if they're a fan of women's wrestling, that would be true because it all started with Glow. Yeah, and right. Before that, it really started with a wrestler that actually wrestled in St. Paul, wrestled at the uh, Civic Center there, Candy Divine oh, sure. and Princess Jasmine, who was out of Chicago. <laughs>
1: Phenomenal. And I was
6: able to watch them wrestle for a Dick the Bruiser show, oh. and I just thought the elevation of women's wrestling could happen. And as you just mentioned, Tom, with respect to it, maybe it didn't work out for other wrestlers. A lot of pioneers of women's wrestling all the way back to the Bula era. Oh. and. It's a culmination of all that that I think is going to happen on Friday night on the 18th on Access TV. It's going to be the best production, the best produced, the best women's wrestling talent out there. We're going to have a phenom. You know, there's only, The Rock was made. Jesse Ventura was made. Um, these personalities became The Undertaker personalities. But Phenomenal. if you look at Andre the Giant, when he walked into the ring in Saint Paul, Andre the Giant was a phenom. There's gonna be a phenom in professional wrestling again. No. The name is the beast. And she will debut on Access T V that Friday night at nine Eastern, ten o'clock your time for your listeners, on Access. And she'll be stepping into that ring to make her mark in professional wrestling. And not since, you know, I think when Triple H came out with China, China, everyone's jaws dropped. And I think they said, holy smokes, look at this. I think that's going to happen again. And it doesn't happen often. So that's going to happen on Friday night, the 18th. And you're going to see the debut in our league of Tessa Blanchard. Everyone knows from wrestling the the famed Blanchard family. Yep. Um, Tully Blanchard with the Four Horsemen. His daughter, Tessa, has been burning up the independent scene in professional wrestling, and she's currently the Impact Wrestling Champion of their Knockouts division, and she will be stepping into that ring in the WOW Squared Circle on the 18th on Access TV. So it's a big night of women's wrestling. I think it's a culmination of everything women have done 40 years to make women's wrestling a name, and it's certainly everything I've done since I started GLOW to bring and elevate women's wrestling up, and um, a, a lot of credit goes to a lot of hands, including even Netflix debut and distribution of GLOW, yeah. but you yeah. know, two big ha- two big hands with five fingerprints on it on both sides and ten on one is Jeannie Bus. She owns the Los Angeles Lakers, and she's my partner and owns Wow. And then Mark Cuban, of course. And together you've got two NBA owners that are in professional wrestling and promoting women's professional wrestling. And so they want to see a platform for these athletes that have dedicated their lives to something that I think even today one may call an unusual occupation, women's professional wrestling. And Access TV is going to show, showcase it on Friday night, the 18th. It's going to be something special.
1: But I tell you, David, with Bus and Cuba, couldn't you find any billionaires? <laughs>
8: <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you,
6: they're both passionate about it. That's the yeah. key. Yep. And, and, you know, I've wanted to put women's wrestling on the spotlight, and I've never... Found the right partners to do it with. And I've got two now because they're both passionate about it. And that's very, very, very important. Why did wrestling succeed so much in Minneapolis and some other cities that just didn't? It was passion. The community Mm -hmm. had a passion for it. Vern Gagne had a passion. Uh, Jesse Ventura, he'll tell you he had a passion. Everyone that was there had a passion. Passion breeds passion. And I hope the fans are going to not only watch WOW on Access TV, but become passionate about it. I don't
1: know why they wouldn't. I, if, if you can't see the fun in watching professional wrestling, then I guess it's just not for you. Because I'm telling you, every Saturday night from the time I was a little boy, and I mean a tiny, like five-year-old boy, to, to uh, up to recently, when... When we were in our late teens, early 20s, get together and start you know, pounding the beers and all the rest of it, every single Saturday, somebody would come up behind you and put you in a headlock. It was unbelievable. They put you in the sleep, the Vern Gagne <laughs> sleeper. It was unbelievable. Yeah. It's just fun. The, you knew you were going to have fun watching the AWA because it was just, it was very entertaining. The goofiest characters. Just really phenomenal athlete. People I don't think, David, people understand the great athletes that most wrestlers are. They're tremendous athletes.
6: Well, two things you just mentioned, Tom, without any briefing of mine at all. You mentioned two words, fun and then athletes. Before yep. we started Wow, because WOW was on in syndication and then I just couldn't sustain it after nine eleven, the ad market as yes. you know being in yep. media. just just took a tremendous hit subsequently when we brought it back my partner Jeannie bus said let's find out what the wrestling fans want let's not just put it on television we could have put women's wrestling on tv in 16 seconds we spent over two and a half years developing our platforms our social media But more importantly, we went out into the marketplace and met with wrestling fans. We went to different homes and met with them. Literally walked into the house, sat on the the chairs and showed them some wow episodes we had cut in Vegas. And two words resonated from city to city, state to state. The fans wanted the fun, F-U-N, back into wrestling. Yep. I agree. And they wanted to see the women presented as athletes. And subsequently, we always did that. If you go back onto YouTube and look at Wow's shows from years ago, the women have always been presented as athletes and as showcase. There isn't any pillow matches, right. lingerie matches, right. etc. And the. Everyone else that's caught up with the evolution of this, we've never had an evolution or revolution. We've had a one set mind and a goal to showcase the women athletes. And subsequently, you nailed the two words just by accident in speaking today that resonated across the country, and that being fun and athlete. It wasn't an
1: accident. Effley Bailey told me I'm a genius. <laughs> David, you're the best. David McLean, ladies and gentlemen, W.O.W. Women of Wrestling. It's on Access TV starting January 18th at 8 o'clock Central Time. David, phenomenal subject. We need to talk again. I love talking wrestling. Thank you, sir.
6: Oh, Tom, I've I've enjoyed it, and everyone should leave leave today at the end of the day and say, wow, wow, women (laughs) of wrestling.
1: Thanks, David. Here comes Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Right down Santa Claus lane. Toots would be happy. Toots she loved, she Elvis. loved Elvis. She would Elvis. go wild that you're playing. She wasn't Elvis uh,
3: mortified at his pelvis. <laughs> I not not so pelvis.
1: You know no. he's not a bad dancer. <laughs> 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 okay, Mom. Whatever you say. Yeah, she just absolutely loved him because he was a poor kid who made good, and she thought that yeah. was terrific. You that was you know, wonderful. Would only be 84 years old three weeks from today. God, That's I would have so sad. I know. Yeah. It seems that like he's been dead since '77. <laughs> well, right?
3: how old was he? Okay, so I'm 42. not that fast on math. If he, was four, he was only 42. He was only 42 when he died. God, he yeah.
1: looked a lot he sure did. older. A kind of a weight problem, man. <laughs> yeah,
3: he, sort of, he was sort of a wreck there. <laughs> yeah. That last
1: five, a peanut butter and, and a banana sandwich going to get me through the night.
3: I think he looked best when he did that one. Was it? Was it NBC or CBS? It, I think it
1: was NBC. They that did the special. special from Hawaii.
3: Not the well, the one where he's on stage in like the leather suit. Was it in like '68 that... or something? Yeah,
1: it was it '68? I think that's exactly right because the Beatles had broken a couple. Oh, of years he earlier. looked
3: gorgeous there. And his jet black hair, his she jet wants to step black out like leather. Yeah. You are so <laughs> lucky you weren't in
1: here for the last minute. That was the wow.
3: that's my image of Elvis that I will keep She's raving in my about mind. Elvis yeah. and how
1: gorgeous he. This is. This is what he looked we like. We figured out at what your, your Halloween
7: costume yeah. is about
1: to that's, be next year. That's yeah. the
3: good-looking Elvis right there. I know. Sorry, that's, you're
7: stuck with fat, bald Elvis if he'd have been alive. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. He's yeah. still alive. Maybe go make me a banana and, and peanut butter sandwich.
8: Right. an amazing senior moment.
7: Mm. Ran out to go to hit the restroom. Right next to it is a doorway to the stairwell. I threw open the doorway to the stairwell, stood there, and I thought, where was I going? (laughs) (laughs) I hate (laughs) that. (laughs) One of those just moments, pee on the stairs. I, no, I, I forgot I was even going to pee. Yeah. I just threw open the door and was in a place I didn't know. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> well, that'll
7: happen. I didn't bring my phone. I couldn't call my wife for help. I don't know what was about to happen.
1: That's just, a, I do hate that though. As time goes by, why did I come in here? <laughs>
3: yeah. like, oh God. I have those moments. Uh, it's oh god I, have,
1: why did I get hers, in her, here? why yes. did I marry him why right. no. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> her I've comments. been
3: doing that since I was 10 though well, okay, okay, why I did know, I know, marry why him I in the kitchen yeah. I know I'm like what what was i doing yeah. what was I doing in here I
7: they actually found that there's a psychological effect between going through doorways, the doorways
3: yeah. So yeah there so is you yeah. have
7: to think yeah. about it before you go through the doorway to lock it in okay and because once you go into you, you broach that doorway you your mind resets. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. It's a very strange phenomenon. It really <laughs> is. It, it really, portal. really is. And is it true that you
1: you literally fill up the files and you have to slough off information in order in order to learn
3: or retain anything? We don't know so enough they don't about know for sure. sleep to say anything concrete. I they, feel it's true. It's like it seems like it. It makes sense. But it
1: does make sense that, it, you know, there's a database. And once that gets full, yeah. where does everything
7: else go? Pretty much. <laughs> you know, that's how I tell my kids. I go, oh, I can't take any more information. I'm going to lose something important. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it, too.
1: I lost something important. I don't know what to tell you. But, uh,
3: what, but, but supposedly we don't use what percentage of our brain, like forty percent right. so or just something.
1: That's a there. ridiculous it, argument. I'm you know, saying if weird. we are
2: like, if you do need to get rid of files, I'd love to get rid of like the song lyrics from like 1994 that Imagine, I can't forget. You know. Imagine how <laughs> yeah. much we would. I can sing that song word gonna... for no. word, but I can't remember somebody's yeah. name I met yesterday. Right.
3: Imagine right. how much humanity could accomplish if we could choose what things to forget and replace with, like you know useful information. Uh, things that actually matter, yeah. Mm-hmm. would probably be rather dangerous if you could slough
7: off all remembrance. Well, that's
3: right. uh, uh, why Einstein
7: to... had the same outfit in his closet and refused to memorize people's numbers right. he goes if i can look it up why do i need to memorize yeah. it? to keep my mind that. free so right. he did it's true. he had similar outfits and they were put on a hanger and he went in and took monday tuesday Wednesday, if i remember the story correctly they were already ready for him so he had to put no extra thought into superfluous things that meant nothing mm-hmm. They were just ready. So this was his outfit today. End of story. He
3: could just think big right. thoughts all yeah. day long. He just
7: forgot his comb every day. That's yeah. what he forgot.
3: And he forgot to not it be an seems asshole. Seems
7: there yeah. is something I forgot
3: to do.
1: I was supposed to, something with hair. Yeah. He
3: was not the nicest guy.
1: No. God, if we, we played Dana Carvey, the uh, the gentle German sayings or what? Uh, it was something. That's not the title, but Dana Carvey did a bit on. Uh, I don't know if it was kind German phrases or gentle German phrases. <laughs> it's hilarious. You look lovely today! <laughs> <laughs> Everything's just yelled out. Oh, uh, a Carvey show would like to present Germans who say nice things. There it is.
6: Our friendship is very important to me. <laughs> Let's all pile into the minivan and go get some frozen yogurt. <laughs> Would you like a background? <laughs> you look beautiful in a tube top. <laughs> I would like to volunteer for the big sale. <laughs> it was a pleasure babysitting Kevin.
7: <laughs> sounds like Steve Carell. It sounds It is like, Steve yeah. Carell. It oh, is was Steve Carell. Yeah. It the
3: It's like really theory, early right? Steve uh, Carell, yeah. <laughs> Those are kind and
2: gentle <laughs> phrases. The least sexy dialect you could possibly have. Oh, pretty. it's true.
1: My mother was German, but still, it is the ugliest language. Like, really? That's your language, huh? I don't know. I'm As glad a you're German. I'm that. offended. Me, too.
2: Well, I'm what? Get in line. What am I? Like a third? <laughs> yeah, you're German, too, are not you? I don't know. Maybe. Probably.
1: Well, what's your mother's uh, uh,
2: Amish? Amish? Yeah, that's which Dutch. Is Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. Dutch. Close enough. Fairly close. Enough. close. Yeah. Well, Is accept your mother that. really pretty? <laughs> what's Into that? Is your mother fold? really pretty? Yeah, my mother's gorgeous. No, Say something mean about my mom. What? Say something. Meantime, I'm not
1: saying anything. Uh. I'm just telling you.
2: Have you ever flown KLM? Man, I'm
7: moving back.
1: Right. Have you ever well, flown totally. KLM? Uh, I've not. No. Dutch women are gorgeous, man. Yeah. They Remember that? We yeah. get on. They're like 6'4". four. Well. You got blonde hair and blue eyes. They're just beautiful women. So what happened to you? That's what. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I going after, after my you, da- not I take your after my Dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's your dad's fault. That's night. Nice. No. It's uh. Well, eh, Dutch is kind of close to German, but they don't yell as much as Germans. No. Germans love it's to yell. It's not a pretty language either. No, Dutch is not no, right. no, Dutch.
8: No. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh. uh-huh. yeah. uh-huh. yeah. It's one of the uh-huh. Flemmy languages. <laughs> yeah. It's very. <flemmy. laughs> I love that. Devin looks me and say something about my mother. Go ahead, say something <laughs> mean about my mother. Yeah, that's that's. Mom's got the, the same thing going on. I do. Oh God, if anybody ever say anything about my mother, you better you or better the, hold on to both sides of your head. It used tell to you be that. the
3: whole family. Now he doesn't really care about family. That's
1: everybody. not <laughs> true. Kids are grown they can take care of themselves you know how many uh, how many battles i get in over my family mm-hmm. you know your brother don't say another word i'm just telling you do not say one more word and then they'd say another word and then this red look would out. come out about <laughs> 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 and then it was yes then it was light yeah i don't know why well, i i just was very protect well i still am very protective of people i know yes it's not healthy It's all i know it's not very healthy But in any case, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we should look at probably I should get off my ass and get some headlines up here because (laughs) maybe we got Kostaki coming up in three minutes. I just want to see if there are any stories. We're both
3: winners, chicken dinners.
1: What? I still. uh, Well, we'll we'll wait for Uh Kostaki because honest to God, that was four different
2: football games. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. And like, at the end of the day, it was the Dolphins we beat, so it's not like anybody should be excited about <laughs> well, the, the future of hey, the team. Yes, it should, because that was the first
7: game with a winning record that we've beat. The first team. Because yeah, they yeah, keep sure. drilling right. that no, in. you're right. Although when it's one game over 500, I don't know that I feel yeah. so great about that, but you're right. Hey, but baby steps. Right, yeah. Baby steps. And didn't they just beat the Patriots? That is true.
2: So mm. technically we should be Super Bowl champions if we
7: Bam. <laughs> connect all you know, like that. Chicago <laughs> took a pa- took apart the rams last week and i know it's like dave it was very close but that's taking apart a team that was 11 and 1 right i said the the bears just exposed the rams and this is going to be tough going forward if these teams are paying attention and what happens yesterday they get beat yeah right because now we see the the chink in the armor and i think the rams are gonna they're still in there. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's not a racial slang. Anyway. Yes, well, it is. Way we, to no, go. Was, was it the
2: New York <laughs> Times when back when Jeremy Lin burst on the scene? He they put he that's had a bad right. game and they were like, oh, he has a chink in the armor, and it's an Asian guy that they were talking about. Dude, they I got think, absolutely <laughs> that, blasted. Yeah. Not good. Yeah.
1: Well, that was in one of the. Uh, God, what movie was that in? There was actually an Asian guy in armor, and they co- they referred to him as the chink in the armor. <laughs> this was about you Can't know just
3: change it to kink.
1: Yeah, kink would be good. Yeah. <laughs> something. Where did chink come from? A chi- China chink. Where does chink even come from? I don't yeah. know. I don't even know these phrases for people. Where does it even
7: come from? Probably C-H-I-N-C or C-H or something like that was probably a military yeah, abbreviation you know what? or something.
1: That's probably true. Right? Yep. Well, like, like I said, you know, the word that I always call Tevin, that was just an Irish mispronunciation of the word Negro. It was. That's
7: where it came from. Bart L says football is like old people having sex: a few seconds of action followed by long, boring breaks where they try to recover. <laughs> well, it's hard to. Uh, what? We're pretty on, the, on well, spot. It yeah. isn't a
1: three, like a three and a half hour game. Is actually what about forty five minutes oh, of action? Yeah. No, I
2: not, not even think that. It's, it's not even that. Like, each play is like average of seven well, that's seconds true. long, and that's then you true. have. The play forty-five second play well, wasn't clock there, in Wasn't there
7: some place that was doing it where you could watch the entire football game afterwards, and they paired it down to the twenty-minute yeah, deal? Remember, yeah, that? NFL Network used to do oh, that. Where that it was, was like they minutes? took out, they took
2: out essentially everything in between, and all like special teams plays that weren't yeah, commentary.
7: All you saw was the action plays, and you okay. could watch the entire game start to finish in twenty minutes.
1: I'm glad this came up because I've noticed something, and I'm I might be the only one. The announcers now are horrendous.
7: Oh, ESPN has terrible, terrible. They, of, Al Michaels is the only guy I can tolerate. Yeah, I, I want to punch Chris Collingsworth in the throat every time I hear that <laughs> jackass talk. I'm telling Michelle. No, but I t- seriously, that, that Tony Romo is not Joe bad. Joe Buck. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, I
1: can't stand him. Well, what's up him?
3: with their suits? They have, like, so many patterns going <laughs> on. Remember
7: you when Dan have... Dierdorf was doing it? Dan yeah. <laughs> Dierdorf. Then he doing... became an or- owner of the Ooh, Lions, I think, Christ. and he had to step down. Yeah. Mm. But he used to drive me crazy, too. Dierdorf. But Giffords, um, Al Michaels, those guys have... A... Howard was phenomenal. Yeah, Howard was good, too. He what do, do you think, Kostaki? Oh, no, a
1: Greek,
0: a Greek <laughs> I, guy. I think Tony Romo was underrated as a football player, and he's even better as an announcer. That's yeah. what I think. Really? He's great. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, got phenomenal. A, he's got a boyish enthusiasm. He knows what he's talking That's about. True. He brings us one step inside the game, you know, more than the other guys do I got um, about I got. what's about to happen and what the quarterback's thinking and everything. I think he's great.
1: Okay, I have a question, and you'll have to answer for this because you're from the East Coast. Who convinced <laughs> the Albert family to talk like that? Seriously, Marv Albert and Kenny Albert? Well, let me just point something out to you. Who talks
7: like that? <laughs> How many Alberts? There's like six of them. There's isn't like six there? Like Kenny yeah. and Marv and Fat. Fat, fat Albert. And, yeah, that's yeah, true. Albert. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Fat. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, I like
1: it. Like you said, you know, the back of the day of... Uh, Dandy Don and Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford—they just did the game. They, it sounded like they were having a ball watching a game. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, well, let me just tell you—if he'd have curled around the, like, yeah. Although okay. I love
7: listening to Al Michaels trying to process what Dennis yeah. uh, uh, Dennis Miller was saying in the booth when That Dennis was phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not sure what that meant, but nah. let's go back to the game. <laughs> Dennis Miller. His weird references. Nah. God, I tell you what—that was he, a terrible match.
1: <laughs> it was, but I tell you what though, Dennis Miller, I just watched his brand new stand up special, and Dennis and I have never gotten along ever, but he is a brilliant stand up comedian. I tell you that he's amazing,
0: Although, oh for sure the, is, the new one's good it holds up I want it's to see it.
1: really good, it's really, really good. I enjoyed it immensely. Oh, cool. He goes after everybody, and it was' really good when Dennis goes after somebody they he goes after him pretty hard. No question, but he should have never been on Monday Night Football. That was a huge mistake. Well, the The, oblique angle at which he... Yeah,
0: Yeah, right. The quintessential Dennis Miller joke was, I think it was about Newt Gingrich. He said he's so homophobic, he thinks global warming was caused by the AIDS
1: quilt. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that's a brilliant joke right there. That's, that's a great, great joke, right? <laughs> he made a comment on his latest special. He makes this comment, and it's pretty funny, but it's, you know, over-the-top humor. But he, he puts his left arm way back behind himself, and he goes, I pulled an oblique reaching for that joke. <laughs> it's very funny. We saw him once at the Kravis Center, and there were like 5,000 people. He was phenomenal, and one guy started heckling him. Don't heckle him. Oh, boy. You're not going to win that one, pal. I'm sorry. And he just (laughs) went, I'm sorry, sir. I'm just uh, totally incapable of human interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that show, Andy? Dennis Miller at the Kravis Center? Yes. Yes, I I do. All right. So we've schmoozed now. We've warmed up Kostocki. Because he's got an entire segment coming up. No, you know, absolutely, it's not a not a problem at all. We are going to talk quite (laughs) a bit, I would imagine, about the four different football games that the Vikings played yesterday. One per quarter was a completely different football game, but you know, (laughs) all the stuff that's happening. We're down to the last two weeks. Kostaki, Economopoulos, right back after this to talk about the final two weeks of the NFL season. Well, at least the regular season. Tom Bernard show. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, God, she's going to go on and on about Elvis again now. We need a chipmunk song. <laughs> That's must, what I'm waiting for. First time is here. Sorry,
2: guys.
1: Oh, God, Fun loves the chipmunk. Yes, she does. Chipmunk. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the NFL genius that is Kostaki Economopolis. <laughs> what?
0: What's up, guys?
1: What are you laughing about, pal? Your team
0: won. Your team won.
1: <laughs> Our team did win. Uh, oh, Vikings! Dolphin. Are you going to be in Louisville next month? I am. Joe, our buddy Joe from Louisville, got his Kostaki tickets for next month. He's already holding them. So, oh, really?
0: Yep, that's great. He's coming
1: to see you because he loves you on this show. That's why.
0: Oh, that's cool. You, you got you got a you got a big re- reach there, uh, Tom Bernard.
1: Well, not right now that's because fine. my nutsack is too big, but. <laughs>
0: I just had double hernia
1: surgery. <laughs> what? I wait,
7: got, what? I just wait, asked. what? No, don't ask. <laughs> don't ask, wait, please. Wait, wait, wait. what? Just pretend it didn't wait. happen, Kastaki. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm here having a nice
0: having a nice day, Tom. Why, why you gotta? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> no, no. All right. Let's. Uh, let's... Yeah. Yeah,
3: let's move on. I'm gonna
0: be quiet what? now. Go ahead, let's... sir. Let's seg- let's segue to Vikings Dolphins. It was a great. It was the first offensive coordinators uh, game. Forty-one points. The team won. handily. It was good. Purple, gold, teal, and orange. That game looked like an '80s prom dress. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> I like that dress. It was on much longer than I had hoped. All right.
1: Oh, um, really? Wow. Catherine, Is are you they- <laughs> offended? Cassie, are you offended by this? No. It's just horrible. It she says
0: no.
3: It Takes a lot to offend me. It's
1: just. Horrible. Uh, right. Ziggy,
0: Ziggy Wolf. Ziggy says he's happy with uh, Mike Zimmer. Cool, but can you trust a guy's taste when he lets people call him Ziggy? That's well. quite a name for a grown-up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: That's a good point.
0: Tannehill. Tannehill took nine sacks. Just about every member of the defense got a sack. I haven't seen a Vikings group effort like this since the Love Boat scandal. Am I right, everybody? Oh, man. Oh, it's love been a that. while.
3: Wow. It is. I'm surprised Dad the- didn't say, speaking of sacks. I right? know, I was waiting for yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. He does like to talk Wait a about minute. it. <laughs>
1: speaking of sack. There it is. There I, jumped in. I jumped in the last Thanks possible God. moment.
0: We and almost- Vikings kicker Dan Bailey made all his kicks. I, I don't even now. have a joke for that. It's just yep. important to note when it happens. It's very exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Laugh it up, pal.
0: It's like if Haley's Comet showed up on Leap Day or something. That's, that's, that's a good
1: moment. Well, it's true. It's very, very true. Uh, all
0: right. My my favorite team is not good. Uh, Atlanta is officially off the road to Atlanta. They they had a chance at the first draft pick next year, but they won, and so now they're out of the race. We can't even win at losing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Falcons had a must-lose game and blew it. Yeah. Uh, Atlanta- <laughs> Atlanta versus Arizona, the Dirty Birds versus the Early Bird Specials. Everybody, <laughs> let me guess it. I like it. A, a terrible red and black team with a bird logo, one for no reason. All right, excellent. The, the Falcons and Cards have eight wins between them, which would be a disappointing season for one team. Uh, the, the Cardinals oh. in the Catholic Church are having a better season than the Oh, now
1: wait a minute. Greek Orthodox. <laughs> Don't be going after my mother's <laughs> religion, Pally. Actually, you can do, you can do it all you you're want. Not, I don't care. You're
0: not, you're not claiming it as your own. It's your mother's well, religion. Well,
1: I, I did grow up Roman Catholic. It's very, very true.
0: I grew up Greek Orthodox. I was a. I did the whole thing. I was baptized and hmm. uh, yeah. altar boy. You had and, better hats. You know. We had better hats. We <laughs> right? did. You had great hats. <laughs> How could you? The, the Pope's hat. I mean, how do you wow. how do you compete with that? <laughs> well, that's, that's
1: true. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Dennis Miller who put this image in my head that it's a, it's like upside down fence post digger, right? <laughs> it is.
1: Yes, it that,
0: is. It's that crazy shape. Um, yeah, the Cardinals are not good. They're so bad their general manager was named an honorary raider this week. So oh, I think that's, God. They're, oh, they're, they're so bad. They got a they got a cameo in Creed 2 as a punching bag. That's not a good team right now.
1: <laughs> Do you think
0: the Falcons beat them badly? Oh, they did. It's true. We'll take it.
1: 40 points, right? Yeah. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Falcons are a lot like George H.W., dead for a long time before the official burial.
1: Oh, that's Ooh, nice. <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> Too edgy. <laughs> that guy, guy's been dead for two hours. Too soon. I'm not judging. Just send like that you. email right to
0: Kostaki at
7: anti-American.com. I,
1: Anti-American.
0: <laughs> yes, right. No, no, I'm not anti. I'm just saying, it was. you know, it's a strange thing we do with our leaders. <laughs> it it is. is. It's true. Uh, my new second favorite team, whoever is playing the Patriots, is on a roll, baby. They've won two in a row. This is great. Uh, ben Roethlisberger had cracked ribs and beat Tom Brady, a guy who hasn't had ribs in 20 years. Damn, <laughs> you know.
1: What a loser. Yeah, he's got nothing going for physique.
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> right. But look at Big Ben. He, he looks like an affront to Tom Brady's health regime, right? He looks like he flosses his teeth with pepperoni pizza and drinks <laughs> beer out of his own helmet. That's true. That is true. I can only assume Rothless means double cheese and bacon with extra mayo. Oh, get it, Rothless <laughs> burger, <laughs> burger,
1: burger. I get it.
0: <laughs> All right. Here's another edgy one. Shall we skip or shall we do? No. Uh, let's, let's, do let's do it. They say the Steelers are flawed but can beat anyone. Is that a compliment, flawed but can beat anyone, like Ike Turner? Is that a good thing? Oh, man. Thing.
1: Now you're talking. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and my third favorite team, the Browns are still alive. That's how low the bar oh is for the God. teams I root it's for. They're still alive. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I'm happy about <laughs> usually the Browns are mathematically eliminated before you have time to turn on your calculator. So this is a nice <laughs> change of pace. That's true. You have a calculator? I nice to see something good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I actually thought that when I was scribbling that joke. I was like, well, I don't want to say phone. and the, it's too, You're right, though. No, I do not have a calculator.
1: You know, by, co- by coincidence, <laughs> Kostaki, one of Dennis Miller's jokes yeah. was, yeah, the the kids these days, it's a different story. It's a different world for them. I made a mistake yesterday. I walked up to my son and said, hey, do you have a pen? And he goes, what's a pen? Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> they never write anything anymore. No. It just doesn't same,
1: happen. Yeah.
0: Same premise, right? Newspapers are gone, too. That's a shame. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, it's a real yeah, shame the Browns, for me.
0: I can't believe the Browns are good. The last time the Browns were on fire, Josh Gordon's joint accidentally lit the alcohol on Johnny Menzel's breath. Sure. Boy, there's a guy that disappeared. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> the Bears won the NFC North. I think I think this is proof of climate change. Usually Bears hibernate during the playoffs. Oh God,
1: here we okay, Brian Miller again. <laughs>
0: yeah. Am I right? Bears. No, I wrote that joke years yeah. ago. i oh. recycled it every once in a while. Oh, there, I knew Aww. I'd Thanks heard it before that. somewhere. <laughs> um, Bears left tackle Charles Leno Jr. proposed to his girlfriend after the game. It's the first ring Bears fans have celebrated since 1985. Oh, <laughs> the, uh, that's true.
1: Did you hear what he said? He went said? down on
0: one knee, and the president sent an angry tweet immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good joke, man. Did you see? Did you hear what he said to her?
0: No. Uh, I saw one of the clips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is her name- She had a crazy looking outfit on. By yeah, the way, she did. is her name like <laughs> it's Arletta?
1: Clip. It's kind of. Is her name Arletta? Is that what it is?
0: I missed that. Oh, I even
3: know. if it, uh, let's just say it is Arletta, he said. Her name is Let's. See. They all just call her his girlfriend. Oh, maybe we don't know. I hear, no,
1: he did say her name, but he said this. He said, "I hey, would like to Jennifer. ask Jennifer." Oh, it's Jennifer. Arletta
3: Jennifer announced. You know,
1: Whatever the hell it is, tomato Jennifer. tomato. <laughs> so he says, he says, <laughs> "I would like to ask you, Charles Leno. I mean Jennifer Leno Jr."
0: Right. It's he like, did. He did stumble and say his own. He name. He <laughs> said his own name uh, when he was proposed. Nervous. But yeah. here's the best
1: part. You're Charles Leno Jr, she would not be Jennifer Leno Jr. The junior's not your last name. <laughs> yeah. it's like what the hell is wrong
7: with you? You never can't tell nowadays. <laughs> no, that's, that's, true. True. that's true. wasn't there just somebody last week who was being named like John Archbishop yeah. Duke yeah. that
1: was the Squire that was Squire Squire, yeah. Squire yeah. Sebastian Senenum. Yeah, so
7: maybe Junior they're just putting in as a <laughs> part
1: of the true. name now <laughs> That's true. That's true.
0: Usually when a Leno goes down on one knee, he's praying to get another shot at late-night television. Oh, my (laughs) God.
1: (laughs) You're amazing.
0: All right, quick quiz. Uh, Jeff Driscoll, Nick Mullins, Josh Johnson. NFL quarterbacks or current members of the Doobie Brothers? (laughs) (laughs) Who are these people? I know. Josh Johnson. You've played for the Reds. He was picked up two weeks ago. This is, He said this to the press. He literally learned his teammates' names by playing Madden. Oh, uh, and they learned his name by Googling him like the rest of us. <laughs> like, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> Never nice heard awesome. of Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Uh, Zeke Elliott said the Cowboys' loss is embarrassing. Think how bad you got to screw up to embarrass a guy who wears a half shirt everywhere he goes. That's, <laughs> that's uh, true. That's yep. embarrassing.
1: God, shut this out. This is the
0: most embarrassing thing for, for cowboys, this, this, this side of line dancing. How do they get talked into that? <laughs> That's the yeah. least cowboy-looking thing in the world.
1: Urban cowboy, right? Isn't that, wasn't that featured in Urban Cowboy? The is that line where it dancing? came from?
7: Well, I don't think it's where it came from, but they featured it in the movie. I just thought it was for people, uh, for, for the square dancers that couldn't do the geometric poses yeah, as yeah. easily. They could just stand in a line and do it. Right.
3: Just kick back and forth. That's <laughs> true. Line dancing
7: we're, is descended. Square dancing was too complicated. Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: Apparently
3: it's descended from it <laughs> Disco. Disco, sure. yeah. yeah. Everybody used to oh, stand in yeah. the lines. Apparently, it's like do a, that. its a new thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh God, the
2: hustle. My wife forgot about that. You know,
3: forgot about disco that
7: happened eight years before she was born. Yeah, <laughs> there, <laughs> there was still
6: that. disco. I forgot around about, I was about it. <laughs> born. Honey,
7: there was not disco
3: yes. when you were born.
6: Yes.
1: People played that in their as their wedding march. You know what? The hustle. The hustle.
3: Did yeah. they hustle
1: down the aisle? <laughs> <laughs> they played the hustle when they came, went down the aisle. It was well, unbelievable. There's about
3: nine million YouTube videos of people. What was that song Making like 15 like years whistles. ago? They played oh, yeah, yeah. the yeah. chicken dance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to look <laughs> back <laughs> at that and say, "Why did we ruin our wedding like that?" Well, do we gotta... People actually go back and watch their <laughs> wedding videos. Oh yeah, tons of people do.
7: This will this will tell you how in touch even musicians are with their music and how they don't know what they're singing. We were on the KQ. Uh, 80s cruise last year when we got engaged. Yeah, and the band goes, "What? Somebody got engaged?" And they come on out. We're gonna dedicate this song to the couple. We start dancing. They start singing "Love and Touching and Feeling" by Journey, which is all about cheating on your spouse. Right? <laughs> you know, it's all about being in the arms of another person. I'm like, "Well, honey, this is our oh. song."
3: Every time it comes on. It's true. You just have to re change the lyrics to be more uh, appropriate. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like then it. we dance. We at his daughter's wedding, we dance to a father-daughter song. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but when you have those opportunities to dance, you just take
1: it. Catherine, remember our wedding dance?
3: <laughs> the twins?
1: No, that song? was you coming down the aisle. No. But our wedding dance, remember we danced to our very first? Godfather. You got it, the theme from The Godfather. <laughs> that's, that a, that's the kind of rhythm I have. <laughs> right there. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kostaki's being silent. He doesn't want anything to do with this.
0: No, I was just – it's funny that you picked a song that sort of makes the listener think of death in Italy. (laughs) That's (laughs) how Catherine Catherine felt. (laughs) It's like a living death
1: for her (laughs) and has been ever since.
7: It's all death.
8: No
1: comment. <laughs> oh, no comment.
7: Better than the theme from uh, Deliverance, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Squeal
1: like a pig.
7: Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be just wonderful. I sure like your mouth, Catherine. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'd be, yeah. Moving on again. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> just
1: to <go, laughs> the <to go> left <laughs> turn. God. Uh, nice football report, Kastaki. Uh, what
7: the hell Let's happen. go back yeah, and turn right? the sack. Yeah.
0: I don't even know. <laughs> Had an open-faced
7: pastrami sandwich I can't eat now. Thanks.
0: Yeah,
1: no problem. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: the Cowboys. That was that for a segue. Yeah, I like uh, the Cowboys this week. They're uh, that one star, not just the logo, also a rating. They did not. They did not play well. Oh, they're terrible. The Colts terrible. beat the Cowboys. I love it when the horses win the rodeo. That's a good. That's a good setup. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. In rodeos, I always root for the non humans, right? Horses, bulls, calves, grease pigs, clowns, whatever. Not human beings. The non
1: human clown. <laughs>
0: I actually think of, I root for non-humans in all animal-human competitions. Hunting, fishing, corporate farming, animal research, lion taming, racing a cheetah, right? When a guy jumps into a gorilla area at the zoo. Right? <laughs> I'm always brilliant. rooting for the animal. Right? Te- teasing an alligator. All of those things. Uh, both the cowboys and giants got shut out this week. Uh, I haven't seen this many zeros in one place since the late show in Fort Wayne
1: the other day. That was oh, that's cold. <laughs> Nobody here knows what you're even talking about other than me. Nope. (laughs) When when
0: four 40 something year old women leave the show and flip you off, you know, it sticks in your craw a little.
1: Oh, Oh, that's not good.
3: Sorry about that.
0: No, it's not good. (laughs) Yeah, that happens. That happens at a rate of about once every three years for me. Oh, that's good. It sticks with you for a while. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, the Giants offense, also known as coffee break for the pylon cam guy. not like, uh, you're not going to be, you know, you're <laughs> take a break. Ne- never heard during a Giants broadcast, let's check the pylon cam on that Eli Manning run. No, no one's ever
1: said that. <laughs> ever. No, not happening.
0: Uh, Oakland filed an antitrust lawsuit against the Raiders.
1: Oh, that's right. Wait,
0: why would you trust the Raiders in the first place? You've seen them play. They're named the Raiders, and they have a pirate logo. What
1: What are you doing? Well, plus you um, invited them back also, after they moved to L.A. They invited them back to Oakland. What are you bitching about now? Right,
0: and they have a year-to-year lease, and they're mm-hmm. mad about, you know. So mm-hmm. it's, it's an interesting construct. Also, just announced this week, the 2020 NFL draft will be in Las Vegas, Oh, God. which makes sense for most general managers. The draft is a crapshoot. They don't know what they're doing anyway.
1: Thank
8: you.
0: <laughs> And next year, the NFL draft will be in Nashville. Finally, a place where Roger Goodell won't be the whitest dude in the room. <laughs> so that's good news.
1: <laughs> finally. Pretty much true.
0: <laughs> Nashville's music city, so when they boo Goodell, it'll be in tune. You know, that's, that's
1: true. nice. Very nice. <laughs> 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 I should have closed
0: on the one two, two jokes ago. I should have I took it and run. Uh, Keep treading water. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keep treading water. I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I see. Maybe I'll close them a different joke. All right, this one's a stretch. This one, this one, this one might strain my oblique. All right, here we go. The, uh, the Bills ran out of running backs. All four of their running backs were injured at the same time. They have a longer pup list than Cruella DeVille. Good night, everybody. The
1: <laughs> stocky yeah. economopolis. Merry Christmas Get your to you, Snow. To the stocky <laughs> show. <Kastaki laughs> show. In
3: Iowa. The
1: stocky show. The pup me? list. Just
3: me, or is he funnier when they lose? <laughs> <laughs> Stocky, Merry Christmas to you, pal!
0: Fair. Another great Fair. year. Hey, you. Happy Holidays! Merry Christmas to you guys! Happy New Year! I'll talk to you in January, right? We're yes. we're uh, we're going to the other side of the. Okay.
1: Indeed, Oop. absolutely. Same travels, guys! Thank you, you sir. Go Vikings! And my pick fourth favorite team. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. All right. Speaking of that, yeah. goodbye. <laughs> oh yeah.